Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. I am very excited today. We have a special guest in the house coming from North Carolina. This guy has been in the game since 2003, done a bunch of creative real estate investing. That's like my baby, right? I really love creative financing. I love creative deals, done a ton of subject to properties, doing more flips right now, but is actively doing anywhere from two to three deals per month and averaging $71,000 per deal in profit. So it's not a bad deal. And what we're going to be talking about here today is the ins and outs and everything in between for raising private money lending, right? So becoming a lender, how to go about finding lenders, really everything in between and the benefits and the way it makes you really feel good instead of like giving a regular mom and pop that that could benefit from lending out their hard-earned cash and making them a strong return versus you dealing with the banks and giving the big corporations the interest, right? There's a lot more benefits to it. So without further ado, Jay Connor, what's going on, my friend? How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Let's go. (laughs) So we are doing the live for Facebook right now, which is exciting as well. But Jay, for anybody out there that doesn't know exactly like who you are, where you're from, what you're about, do you mind just diving in for a little bit to show the listeners, you know, why they should be paying attention? Yeah. In other words, why in the world is Jay Connor qualified to talk about private money? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, my wife and I, Carol Joy, we live here in Eastern North Carolina in a very, very small market. Our total market's only 40,000 people. And as you said, Brandon, we do two to three deals a month, averaging $71,000. Those are the fix and flips. And so we went full time in investing in residential family homes, single family homes. We went full time in 2003, believe it or not, and have been full time ever since. Well, here's what happened. So I just didn't wake up one morning, Brandon, and say, hey, I think I'm going to raise me some private money. That's like, I sort of like backed into this thing. So I started in 2003 and from 2003 until 2009, the first six years of doing this business, I relied totally on the local banks, mortgage companies, my lands. I live underneath the rock. I didn't even know what a hard money lender was. So I'm just relying on, you know, you know, you go get a house under contract. You got a relationship with your banker. Well, let me tell you what happened. And boy, was it a blessing in disguise. So we actually still have landline phones here in North Carolina. I picked up this very phone in January, 2009, and I called up my banker. His name was Steve. The operative word in that sentence is was. was yeah. <laughs> so I called up Steve and let me tell you, let me tell you, Brandon, I had had this conversation, this type of conversation with Steve for six years, done a slew of deals. And here's how the conversation went. 
I said, hey, Steve, we had our pleasantries. And I said, Steve, I got two houses under contract, one in Newport, one in Beaufort. And I told him the details on, on, on the deals, you know, and the profits on these deals was projected to be over $100,000 combined between the two properties. Yeah. And so, you know, boom, Steve goes quiet on the other end of the phone, which is never a good sign when your banker goes quiet on the other end of the phone. And I said, hey, Steve, are you there? He cleared his throat and he says, yeah, Jay, but I got bad news. I said, what's that? He says, I'm sorry to tell you, but your lines of credit here at the bank have been closed for real estate deals. And it's like, I heard this man say something and my voice in my head is saying, I know I did not hear what that man just said. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I said, Steve, why are my lines of credit closed? I mean, listen, I had an 800 credit score, never late on payments, a fantastic relationship. Now, bear in mind when this conversation was January yeah. 2009. Yeah. And boy, don't we remember what was going on in 2007, 8, and 9. Anyway, I said, what's the problem, Steve? We've got a great business relationship. He says, the bank has just decided we're not going to be loaning money out to real estate investors anymore for right now. My first thought was, I wish I had known that before yeah. I got two houses under contract. And back then, I couldn't get my earnest money back. Yeah. So I shut the phone down. I sat here for a second right here at this desk. And I asked myself, what am I going to do? And right there, I created one of my new mantras. And that is, it is impossible to fail unless you choose to quit. Mm. And quitting was not an option for me. So I picked up this very receiver again. I called my buddy Jeff, who was a real estate investor in Greensboro, North Carolina. I told Jeff what had just happened. And I said, Jeff, what are we going to do? He says, well, Jay, first of all, welcome to the club. I said, what club? He said, the club of losing your line of credit at the bank. He said, the bank, <laughs> I lost my line of credit last week. And so I said, what are we going to do? And so then Jeff started telling me about this thing called private money. Yeah. I never heard of private money, right? I never heard of self-directed IRAs. Yeah. So I hung up the phone and I studied about private. Now, I'm not talking hard money. Sure. I'm not talking hard money. Yeah, there, there's a big difference, guys. For anybody out there that doesn't know, the hard money is more, you know, higher rates, different types of terms, and more corporations, like bigger firms kind of thing. And private is going to be like your neighbor, your friends, family, anybody randomly that you talk to. Yeah, it's like private money. I'm borrowing money. Us real estate investors are borrowing money from human beings, individuals, yeah. whereas hard money or most of the time brokers where they're brokering money. Sure. And if we have time, I'll run down the big differences between hard money and private money. But nonetheless, so what I did is I immediately put my private money program together. Now, what in the world does that mean? So I was able to raise, so I got these two deals under contract and no way yeah. to fund them. So I put my program together and I decided what interest rate I would pay, uh, how I would protect my private lenders, the length of the note, the frequency of payments, how they could get their money back in case of an emergency if they needed to call the note due. And so I put a very simple, easy to understand program together. And then I went out and raised $2,150,000 in new private funding in less 
Then 90 days, I got both of those deals funded that was over $100,000 in profit. And so here's the deal, Brandon. I did that and I still do today. I did not ask anybody for money. Not one time that I and, asked and for money. That, that's a key component right there that everybody really needs to listen and, and figure that out because I, I feel like people sometimes go about it in the wrong way and they, they got their hand out. It doesn't feel good asking for money instead of actually showing people you have an opportunity, right? And that they can be a part of it. Yeah. So I put on my teacher hat. I'm yeah. a teacher, right? In fact, when I meet somebody new at a social event or whatever, and I never met them before, and what do people ask you? What do you do? Here's my answer. I teach private lenders how to make a lot of money. Now, they didn't understand my answer, which was the <laughs> point, right? But they heard make a lot of money, right? So that answer just leads to just, you know, a casual conversation about what private money is all about. So I tell you, Brandon, if I had not lost my lines of credit at the bank, you and I would not be on this podcast today. Right. Because I'm telling you, in my experience and career of real estate investing. So right now I'm in my 19th year of doing it right here. In my 19 years, private money was the biggest blessing or actually being cut off from the banks was my biggest blessing. Because look, in this world of private money, we, the real estate investor, make the rules. Yeah. We set the interest rate. We set the term. I mean, we even structure deals that don't even have any monthly payments until we cash out and sell the property. And I tell you what, my favorite reason for private money besides setting the rules is I get to receive multiple checks on every deal that I do. I get a big check when I buy and never take any money of my own out of my own pocket to the closing table. I mean, who wants to get paid to buy houses, right? So I get a big check when I buy. If I sell it on rent to own, I get a large non-refundable option fee or lease option deposit. And then a third check when I sell. You talk about help. I tell people private money is the quickest way to your first deal or your next deal. And it is the biggest opportunity as far as strategies go to put bunches of thousands of dollars in your check checking account like right away. Yeah. So let's let's talk about um some other benefits of why maybe some new people that are listening for the first time interested in getting started into real estate investing, they don't have the capital, they can't really get traditional. Uh, why even if they could qualify for all that, why they should consider private money instead of the banks. Like me personally, I'm a big credit person, right? Like Credit Counseling Elite, we we teach people how to be able to get huge lines of credit from the banks and then purchase properties with credit cards or complete your contracting with credit cards so you don't get screwed over by contractors. But we're very big advocates of using private money lending too. You know, it feels good. But also, you know, God forbid if I was too heavy on the credit side, the bank side, just like like you were in the past, they could pull that out. You know, you're not necessarily in control and they could pull it out anytime. Absolutely. This world of private money, you, the real estate entrepreneur is in control. So 
So in answer to your question, what are the big benefits of private money, say, versus going to the local bank? Right? Sure. Yep. Well, it's a long list. So here we go. Rapid go. fire. Number one is your credit score has got nothing to do with how much private money you can get. Yep. My private lenders never say, oh, well, Jay, I want to see you, your credit, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, in the world of hard money, or you know, they're going to pull your credit. Sometimes so, they do. Yeah. Yep. You know, you can have you can have a credit score of 425 and get just as much private money as anybody else. True. There's no verification of income. Mm -hmm. There's no showing of your bank statements. There's no financial records that you got to show. And the reason for that is because this kind of deal is a collateral loan. You see, the private lenders are not loaning us money unsecured. So we're not doing any unsecured borrowing in this water private money. When they loan us money, that promissory note is getting collateralized by either a mortgage or deed of trust. It's the same thing. Sure. Gives them the right to foreclose. And so if we don't pay them, the property does, mm -hmm. right? So again, that's just more examples of putting you in control. Here's another big one. There's no limit to the number of deals that you can do mm. with private money. When you're borrowing from banks and mortgage companies, they have a limit either to the amount of money that you can have on a line of credit or yeah. a limit to the number of deals that you can have actively at any time. Right. What's beautiful about this world I mean, I've got, Carol Joy and I've got 44 private lenders, yeah. right? Now, hey, look, most people don't need 44 private lenders. Yeah. At least starting out, start out with one or two or three, and, you know, it can grow from there. Yeah. Another big reason to use private money is you can close quickly on my lands. So when I'm negotiating with a for sale by owner, an off-market seller that's not in the multiple sure. listing service, I make all my offers. I can close in seven days. Yep. Seven days. That's powerful. Then, Quick always wins, especially in a market that we're in right now, very competitive and you need all cash, you need to waive all contingencies. That's absolutely. Great. And it's like, you know, I mean, here's a rider downer. Time kills deals. Yep, 100%. The more time that goes by between when you first have a um, contact with a potential seller and you going under contract, right? Yeah. Then the more unlikely it's going to be you're going to get that deal. Either another competitor is going to get it. But when you can offer all cash, close in seven days, yeah. you're going to get more offers accepted. You know? So true. Uh, so, you know, in comparison or contrast to hard money, if you're borrowing hard money from like a broker, just so everybody understands, hard money lender goes out and raises private money. Like yeah, we're talking exactly. About here. Yep. And then they jack up the rate, they charge origination fees, which by the way, there's another big benefit in this water private money. There's never any points. Yep. There's never any origination fees, right? And so in contrast to the hard money lender, let's talk interest rates. You know, your hard money lender is going to be 10%, 12%, 14% kind of thing. They're all over the board. At right now, private money, I'm paying seven or 8%, right? Mm -hmm. And I can structure the deals to where I don't make any payments until we cash out. 
Yep. But at the end, but at the end of the day, different private lenders have different objectives. Uh, like some of them are relying on it to be their income, like their yeah. retirement income. Yeah. Right? And so it's just so much more flexible. Here's another big reason for private money. You don't here. This is just another example of being in control. You don't have to worry about either the bankers shutting you down or yeah. you don't have to worry about COVID coming along yeah. and that shutting down the hard money lenders and the bankers. You know what, Brandon? I when when the hard money lenders were shut down in the first part of 2020 for a few months, I had more individuals and private money chasing me than ever before. Sure. I can't tell you why, but you know, things were so volatile with the stock market and everything. People, individuals want to put their money where they know exactly they what their rate of return is going to be. Yeah, yeah. People ask yeah. me all the time. People ask me all the time. Well, Jay, you got that long list of, um, oh, I forgot to mention this. Your average advance, how much will a hard money lender advance you at purchase? 65 to 80% is what they're going to advance. Who's got to come up with the rest of the money or the down payment? Yeah, we yeah. do yeah. for hard money, but not in this world of private money. My lands, we get 100% of a purchase price. If there's a rehab involved, 100% of the rehab up front, we always borrow more than we need. And yeah. I want to make this point, and then I'm going to shut up a second, Brandon, and, and turn it back over to you because I got so passionate and excited, I just couldn't slow down. But here's the deal. When you've got when you've got a private lender that's willing to loan you 100% of purchase and all the rehab, that reminds me to make this very, very important point. A lot of people think private money paying all cash is only for rehabbing, only for the ugly house business. That cannot be any further from the truth. Private money we use when the seller regardless of who it is, a FISBO for sale by owner, mobile sure. listing service, when the seller requires all the cash. So we have this thing called the pretty house business. Some people talk about the pretty house business being the terms business. We're going to buy this house that don't need any rehab on terms. And then we're going to turn around and sell it on terms, right? And so then they'll say, I don't even need any private money for that. Well, let me give you an interesting statistic. I have been reviewing property lead sheets of sellers for 19 years. And I have discovered in all these years of reviewing thousands of property lead sheets, only 13% of for sale by owners off market houses will sell to me creatively. Now I've bought a ton of houses subject to the existing notes, seller financing and all that, but only 13% of those people will sell to me creatively. Well, what do the other 87% require? All the cash. Yeah. So guess what? You got the private money lined up and you got a pretty house seller that is, won't sell to you on terms. Brandon, my lands, how many people have you negotiated, negotiated with over the phone and you want to buy it on terms? And they said, no, I ain't doing that. I got to have all my money, right? Yeah. Well, you got the private money lined up, ready to go. 
You don't have to worry about missing out on the deal because they wouldn't sell to you on terms. Anyway, I just get so good. I just get excited about all this stuff. No, I love it. You you brought up a ton of great talking points that I feel like some people might have missed that are, are very key points, right? It's very important. I, I think one of the biggest takeaways that I really love about private money, besides the freedom, is that it just simply feels better. Like it feels better giving a strong return and partnering up with a neighbor or uh, friends or other people that are working hard for their money and they don't know exactly how to invest it or they don't they're not interested in jumping into real estate investing but they have faith and trust into us to do it and it just feels good knowing that like hey they're going to get a strong return i'm paying less it's a win-win scenario and it's a lot faster just like you said a hard money lender they do exactly that they go out to start their company uh, to turn into a hedge fund or whatever you want to call it a big company doing hard money lending is that they're raising a ton of private money on good terms and then they broker it out so it just naturally feels better in a win-win scenario i wanted to ask as far as private money lending goes have you ever had and what do you do in this situation if somebody wants the funds out before the project is complete or they run it because you're dealing with people now. You're, it's not a big company. You're dealing one-on-one with somebody that could be going through life you know, and have life come up and, and bite them in the butt at certain times. I assume you most likely set up your, your private money structures either per deal or per year, like a 12-month span. Yeah, so all my terms are either two years or five years. Like okay. That. And so the term of two years, I set that up for just liquid capital, investment okay. capital. Five years, if they're loaning me money from their self-directed IRA retirement account. Yep. The reason I do the five years is because the returns, the payments, all that, none of that is going back to their pocket individually. All the interest that's earned is going back into their retirement account. So they're not, so that just gives us more flexibility on what our exit strategy. I might end up selling that home with a five year term on rent to own or whatever. So, in all probability, I'm on cash out before them, but it just gives more flexibility. Now, Uh in the two year term, I can sell it rent to own, I can fix it, I can flip it, you know, whatever. But here's the deal remember, this is our private lending program that we are teaching people about and offering, right? So what I'm getting ready to say, not everybody's got to do. Remember, it's your program that you're teaching people about. But what I offer all of my private lenders that are loaning me investment capital on the two-year term. Now, what I'm getting ready to say, I don't offer on the retirement funds because that money's not going back to them directly. But on any investment capital, in the promissory note, we include what's called a 90-day call option, 90-day call option. And so that gives the private lender the right to call the note due for any reason by giving a 90-day notice. Now, I also tell my new private lenders, most of these programs, if you do call the note due early, there's a 5% penalty of the principal loan amount you made. So if you loaned me $100,000 and you're going to call a note due early, 
then there's going to be a 5% penalty and I'm only going to pay you $95,000 back. But that is not my program. I say, you know what? I just want to make it easy for us to do business. And you just know with a 90 day notice to me, you can get all of your principal and and unpaid accrued interest back in case you need need the money. Now, a couple of comments. What happens in the real world? Well, I have done hundreds and hundreds. I've rehabbed over 450 houses, done more creative terms deals than that. Out of all the hundreds and hundreds of private lender loans that we have done, I've only had two small notes. Each of them were only $30,000 that we had Always the small ones. It's always the small. Yeah. I mean, the big ones don't want it back because then if they get their money back, they're not earning money. I had two $30,000 notes called due early and both of it was because of medical reasons, right? So the reality of it happening is going to be really slim to none, but slim just got up and left. But, you know, some people say, well, Jay, what if they call it due? What am I going to do? Well, you see, here's the deal. The best time to be raising private money is when you don't need it. That's that's why I say never teach your private lending program and present a deal at the same time. Mm. You already sound desperate. You already sound like you're begging and chasing and trying to sell somebody. When I'm teaching somebody about the private lending program, that's all I'm teaching. It might be at a private lender luncheon or a private lender, you know, cocktail event in the evening, or it could be one-on-one. I teach the private lending program. And if they've got investment capital or retirement funds, they're chasing me now because where else are they going to get these kinds of high rates of return safely and securely? So I never bring a deal and my private lending program initially. So they tell me what they got to work with. Do we need to transfer your retirement funds to our self-directed IRA company that we recommend? Whatever. Now they're on board and now they are waiting to fund a deal. So then I come back with a deal. Brandon, listen to this. I have never pitched a deal in my life. Mm -hmm. I have never come back to the private lender and say, hey, I got this house over here in Newport under contract. Do you want to do the deal? That's the most stupid question I could ask (laughs) in the world. Of course they want to do the deal. They've been waiting for the phone call because they've got this money sitting there waiting. So here's my script. Here's exactly what I tell my private lenders when I've got a deal for them to fund. And I know how much they got because they've told me and they're waiting. I call them up. Brandon, let's say you're my private lender. I say, hey there, Brandon, this is Jay. How's it going? And we have a little chit chat, you know, and how's the golf game and blah, blah, blah. But then I get right to it. I say, Brandon, I have got fantastic news for you. I can now put your money to work for you. I've got a house over in Newport with an after repair value of $200,000. The funding required to do the deal is only $150,000. And you need to have your funds wired to my real estate attorney by next Thursday. Mm -hmm. End of conversation. Yeah. I mean, they're ecstatic, right? So I didn't tell them all the details of that. I didn't even give them the physical address. They could care less. Yeah. They've been waiting to put their funds to work. And so, you know, after 
a couple of those conversations with that same private lender, every conversation after that is all they want to know is how much do you need and when do you need it? Yeah. Jay, so talk to me about how are you finding these individuals that could become your private money lender? Like, are you getting them from leads? Are you finding them just out and about as you're at events or... And I, I really love this. I think this is a quote that I'm going to really take and, and really start embracing. You're simply teaching the private lending program. Like you're teaching it to people. You're giving them the opportunity and educating them on the possibilities from it. And that's it. You know, and if they want to be a part of it, then they're going to show interest. And then you can take it from there. Your mission right now is just simply teaching it. And you don't want to be doing this, guys, when you have a deal, right? You want to be doing it on a daily basis, especially when you don't have one, because once you start finding the money and you have excess capital, then you can really start focusing on the lead generation, bringing those in. Exactly, Brandon. I mean, it's like, you know, I was on a podcast yesterday with a dear friend of mine and I had him as a guest on my podcast. And I didn't know he was going to say this because every time I hear somebody say this, I want to cringe and just like, <laughs> I want to pull my hair out and I, and it's going fast Yeah. anyway. So he said what I preach against, yeah. he said, Oh, just go get a deal under contract. Go get a deal under contract. The money will come. The money will show up. And I want to go where, where, where is it going like, you know, rain out of the clouds or something? No, I preach the money comes first. There's always going to be deals. And just think it's not going to take any time at all. When people do it my way, it's not going to take any time to have 250, 500,000, a million dollars burning a hole in your pocket, waiting for you to put it to work for your private lender. I mean, just think how much more confident you're going to be making offers when you know you got the cash. I, mean, I, can, I can testify to that. Like once you have the cash and you have the liquid money available, there is a different level of confidence in comparison to finding the deal first. But we, we've done both. And we get the deal and then we got to close. We got to raise money in 10 days. But, you know, I, I understand the pressure points and the desperate level, you know, it's going to make or break you. But it, it's really like the confidence level. If you have money going into it, it's a whole different level. You can really well, negotiate a better terms as well. Absolutely. I mean, you get private money lined up first. You sleep better at night. Yep. And who knows? It might have some other benefits for you as well. So yeah. let me answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> let me answer your question. Where do you find these private lenders? Here's the answer. Warm market, expanded market, and existing private lenders. So let me unpack that for a second. Yeah. Warm market are people that you've got any kind of connection with, any sure. kind of relationship with. So for example, your warm market. So here's the five easy steps. Here's the five easy steps in the warm market. First of all, make your list. So these are people that are in your cell phone. These are on your email list. These are your Facebook friends. Yep. And I don't mean your fake Facebook friends, yeah. <laughs> people that you actually know. You're you interact with. Yep. Yeah. You're linked any social network, people you go to church with, any kind of community group, sure. rotary club. You know, chamber of commerce, all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. So you make your list. I, and I teach, start out with people that you got some kind of connection with that are retired because retired people, a good number of them have got retirement accounts. And now you can teach them about self-directed IRAs. And let me tell you something, folks. If you do not have a relationship with a self-directed IRA company or representative that you can refer people in your warm market to that have retirement accounts, you're going to miss out on over half of your funding. Because of our 40-some private lenders, over half of them are using their retirement funds. And we taught them about self-directed IRAs. So make your list. Step number two is a casual conversation, either in person or over the phone. And th that script is easy. We got the direct method and the indirect method. The direct method is I'm having a little chit chat. I'll do it with you real quick, Brandon. Something yeah. along the lines of, hey, Brandon, as you may or may not know, I'm investing in real estate these days and I'm positioning myself to take advantage of the tidal wave of bank owned properties that are about ready to hit the market because of COVID. And I've got a program, Brandon, that's paying insane high rates of return. But this program may or may not be for you, Brandon, unless you answer yes to the following question. There's no need for me to give you any more information. And that question is, do you have investment capital or retirement funds not giving you a high rate of return safely and securely? That's called the direct question. Have you got retirement funds or investment capital? not giving you a higher rate of return safely and securely. If you answer, yes, I do have funds or retirement funds that I'm not happy with, that takes me to step three. And that's when I text them, email them, or hand them my 16-minute audio called Stress-Free Investing. I have personalized that audio for over a thousand real estate investors across the nation. And that audio gives an introduction to private money. It sure. does not teach your program. It just swells up their greed glands so they can't, you know, wait to hear about more. So now they're chasing you when they hear that audio. And that goes to step four, which is the one-on-one -on -one meeting, right? And that's where I actually present the program. What's the interest rate? How are you protected? And, you know, what is private money and how does it work, right? And then step five is they get just a verbal pledge as to how much money they got. Do they need to move their funds over? to, you know, uh, self-credit IRA or whatever, then I go find a deal just as soon as possible. Now, let me go back to step two for a quick second. Some people may be intimidated by asking the direct question. Do you have investment capital or retirement funds not giving you a higher rate of return safely and securely? Some people know people that are loaded and got, you know, funds, but they're afraid that other person is going to say, well, that's none of your business as to yeah. what I got. Right? Why are you asking me that question? What gives you the right to ask me that question? So most of the time we use what's called the indirect method. And the indirect method is when you're simply asking people to help you spread the word. Yeah. What do I mean by that? Who do you know? Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. So it was on a Wednesday night at Bible study when I first started raising private money. I walked in the door and there was a gentleman I'd known for years. His name was Wayne. I walked up to him and I said, Wayne, I got something I want to talk to you about confidentially after Bible study, confidentially. Have you got a few minutes after Bible study? He said, sure. 
So we have Bible study and, you know, we sing and we pray and we study and we have the closing prayer. Right after that, Wayne is doing like a little trot from the other side of the auditorium over to me. He can't wait to get to me because all he's been thinking about for the past hour is what have I got to talk to him about confidentially? He says, what you got there, Jay? I said, well, let's come down here to the nursery and I'll tell you what I got. Went down to the nursery, shut the door. Here's what I said to Wayne. I said, Wayne, you know everybody in this town. And he did. He had put a Zenith television in everybody's house. Yeah. Now, if you don't know what a Zenith television was, that's before Walmart came to town. Yeah. He was a <laughs> Zenith television dealer, right? Love so it. he knew everybody. He put the television in every hospital room. And I said, Wayne, you know everybody in this town. I said, you're very involved in the Rotary Club. You are, you've been connected for decades to this sure. town. And Wayne, I need your help. I have now opened up my real estate investing business to people that I know and trust. And it's by referral only. I got a program that's paying insane high rates of return right now, very safe and very secure. And when you run across someone that's complaining about the low CD rates and the volatility of the stock market, would you refer them to me and I'll tell them all about the program? What do you think Wayne said? Well, Jay, what you got in mind? I said, well, the interest rate depends on the deal and et cetera. I said, um, you know, what sounds high to you? He says, well, we're only getting two or 3% in the CDs. You actually could get that back in 2009. Yeah. Only getting two to three percent in CDs. Uh, he says, I don't know, maybe five or six percent sounds high. I said, Wayne, I can't pay you five or six percent, but I can pay you eight percent. He said, put me down for two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. So I condensed a 30 minute conversation. Into sure, yeah. But the gist of it is I just went to Wayne to tell him I got a new program. I've opened up my real estate investing business to people I know and trust by referral only. And would you just help me spread the word? And of course, he was interested and boy, did he spread the word. There's no telling how many other private lenders yeah. he referred to me. So there's your warm market. Your expanded warm market is, I hear this all the time, Brandon. They say, my people are broke. I don't know nobody with money. Well, first of all, I don't believe them because they just don't have the confidence to you know, have conversation. But anyway, whether your people are broke or not, I say go to where the money is because the more money you waller in, the more money sticks to you. So I teach my students just like I've done before. Get involved in business networking international and networking groups. I've gotten a lot of private money out of my local BNI group. Get involved in the Rotary Club and you go to all these organizations as a servant, yeah. as a servant. You go there to serve, you go there to give, you go there to volunteer, and it's expanding your relationships. And as your relationships expand, it's just natural for you to talk about what you do. Yeah. And now you have expanded your warm market. The but but, but, but that, that's a key component, like serve first, add value first, first before you start showing opportunities. You don't want to be that guy that shows you know the opportunity first. You want to lead with value and then I start talking about what you're interested in. You got to establish the relationships yeah. for sure. The third category of private money are existing private lenders. I'll tell you real quick where you can find existing private lenders. Number one, 
is when I started out in 2009, I hired my paralegal to search public records at the courthouse looking for individual names that had loaned money out secured by real estate, looking for deeds of trust. We're a deed of trust state here in North Carolina. Yeah. Well, I only found, we're in such a small area, we only found two in 90 days. I said, hmm, there's got to be a better way. So what we started doing then is we hired software developers and we created my private lender data feed. And my private lender data feed, we get every bona fide private lender loan that's closed every month in the nation. Mm. We get the private lender's contact information, the interest rate they're getting paid. All this is coming from public record, but at the push of a button on your laptop, you can get this information. Uh, and then the third uh, place to find them is networking at self-directed IRA events. Mm. 70% on average, 70% of self-directed IRA account holders are wanting to loan money out on real estate. Yeah. I mean, the self-directed IRA company that I now refer all my private lenders to, and I have an account with them as well. Right now, they've got $400 million just sitting there yeah. in their accounts waiting for somebody to say, I can put your money to work. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for you and me. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, more market, expanded more market and existing private lenders. Let me ask you, so what happens when you are educating people, you know, you're teaching them your private lending program at the end of the day and and you find yourself speaking with a savvy investor themselves that, you know, the last couple of years, I know it's unrealistic and it's just crazy, but you know, the stock market like hit an all-time high 36 times, you know, like unrealistic, like we all know anybody educated that there's a lot of things behind the scene that's pushing this and it's not going to last forever, right? It's a big eye opening. So it's not safe. But somebody that, you know, when you're you're educating them and teaching them like, hey, you can earn insane interest rates. And they're like, well, my stock just went up crazy last year or crypto now. There's certain ways that if somebody really gets educated, they can make safe returns that are like 20 to 30% in some cases. You know, what do you do with those individuals that they found a different product that they're happy with at the moment? And you're trying to show them like, hey, but real estate is my baby, it's safe, it's secure. You know, it's a physical asset, not a digital. Yeah, so the magic word is volatility. Sure. So, you know, and particularly with older people, this, yes. becomes, this becomes more important. So here's a writer downer. The three big reasons that our private lenders want to loan us money. And I don't mean just to me. I mean, yeah. you, yeah. Any, any real estate investor, three big reasons. Number one, they're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Now, here's my definition of a lot of money. Right now, right now, the average 12-month certificate of deposit yield at the local bank is paying 0.17%. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. Check it out in USA Today tomorrow. The it's heartbreaking, money, isn't it? Yeah. The money section of USA Today front page, lower left-hand corner gives you the 12-month, the five-year 
all across the nation. 0.17%. Real sexy, right? <laughs> so you come along and you pay them 8%. Well, if they were getting a quarter of a percent, that's 32 times more money than they can make. Oh, so yeah. they make a lot of money. Number two, it's safe and secure. We're not borrowing unsecured funds. The reason it is safe is because my maximum loan to value that I borrow is 75% of the after repaired value. Sure. Not purchase price. Yep, yep. 75% of the after repaired value. That's how we bring them a big check. And here's to your point. The third big reason that they want to do business with us is there's no volatility at all yep. in their investment with us. They loan us $200,000. Here's a writer downer. The principal investment amount, the principal loan amount remains the same until cash out and they know exactly what the return is going to be. Mm -hmm. It's just like putting money in a CD. The principal investment in a CD doesn't go up or down and you know exactly what the rate of return is going to be. And so in contrast to the stock market or crypto or whatever it is, whatever you invest, can be worth more or less this yep. afternoon, tomorrow. Yeah. But with, with the, and it's not backed by real estate. It's backed by a piece of paper. Right. Yeah. So with this, if you want to not worry about anything coming out of your principal loan amount, then this is the program for you. And you know exactly what your rate of return is going to be. And you know, it's for some people and it's not for, I mean, if some people are yeah. more, they get more excited with high risk stuff, yeah. then, then this is not the program for them. Sure. But if they want real estate backed, conservative, safe and secure returns, this is the program for them. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm guilty of this myself. I, we, I love raising private money. It does feel good. It, it's fun. We've raised millions over the years. And what I can say, though, is that being out here in San Diego, our purchase prices are a million dollars, give or take. You know, we bought two a couple of weeks ago. One was 960, the other was a million fifty something. So we are still using hard money for that big chunk. And then we use private for the additional. So it's no money out of pocket, but the origination fees, like you said, and dealing with the, you know, luckily we have a strong relationship with our hard money lender that there's no personal guarantee. I don't need to go through a bunch of, you know, stuff, but that's very unique. A lot of hard money lenders, like you said, are similar to banks. They want the whole laundry list, the hard pool on your credit. They want to see all that stuff. So what would you recommend to somebody in a high-end market um, that it, at the end of the day, it's just a number, right? Whether you're in a $50,000 or $100,000 property market or a million plus, it's all numbers. So, um, but sometimes those numbers can be defeating or, you know, overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, a high end property for us, I just did a few months ago, the after repair value was 895,000, okay. right? Um, it was right on the ocean. Yeah. Uh, here where we live. I bought it for 480,000, put 110 in it and um, sold it for 895. Sure. So on that particular deal, I actually used five different private lenders and they were all private lenders. That was not a hard money lender loan. So the key is 
you have to disclose to the lender what position they're in. And all five of these lenders were in my warm market that had already been doing business with us. So the key is you got all your private lender loans or notes being secured by that same property. And the key is total loan to value. You still want to protect your private lenders by adding up all the loans that you're getting on that one property that's being secured by that property and still not exceeding around that 75% of the after repaired value. However, I've got another one going on right now. The after repaired value here in Moorhead City is right at 600,000. It's in the low 600s. Well, I also have a relationship with a hard money lender that is very out of the ordinary, very out of the ordinary. He gave me a $5 million line of credit within a one week of yeah. us being, but it was a high-end referral. I was referred to him by someone that, you know, he's got a lot of trust in. Strong and, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's not usual, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, origi the origination fee was a half percent. Yep. You know, the rate is 6%. Yeah. He's advancing 90%. Yeah. Come on. That's not the same. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's almost private money rates. It really Correct. is. Yeah. Correct. Well, even better. Yeah, well, it is really. It is. You know, and then, you know, I told him, I said, I don't need any money for the rehab. Sure. Right. And so then I put in second or third position my other private lenders from my warm market and let them handle the rehab part of it. I love it. So all yeah, the above, great. all the above. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the moral behind it is, you know, make it happen one way or the other, but really searching for the, the private money and, and teaching people about your program is, you know, when you don't need the deals is how you're going to build out this list, how you're going to build out a huge referral base. You'll be able to get strong, returns for people and, and make it a win-win across the board, which is awesome. I love it. Jay, I appreciate you so much. I, I know that you have something for the listeners, a nice gift that is straight off the press that you've been working on. Just as a, a free value add to everybody, I appreciate it greatly. But feel free to share that with the listeners and then how uh, people can get a hold of you. Sure. Well, Brandon, as you and your viewers and listeners know by now, I am very, very passionate. <laughs> Yeah. about private money. That's and uh, But I know I hear it all the time. I mean, new real estate investors, seasoned real estate investors, they just find themselves struggling with this challenge of getting private money raised. And I've got the solution. Yep. So I've just finished writing, hot off the press, as you say, I've got a money guide. This will put you folks on the fast track to getting private money in your business. I titled it Seven Reasons Why Private Money Will Skyrocket Your Real Estate Business and Help You Build Incredible Wealth. And I'm telling you folks, if you've been struggling with getting funding for your deals, you've been missing out on deals for not having the funding, this will get you on the fast track. It's absolutely free. You can download it at www.jayconner.com forward slash money guide. Again, that's jayconner.com forward slash money guide. I love it.
Well, you guys heard it here first. I'm very excited, very thankful to have you on here, Jay, your experience and just where your heart's at to be able to really educate people on these possibilities. Guys, if you are a wholesaler, a syndicator, fix and flip, private money, buy and hold, creative financing, whatever you're doing, whatever strategy, you're going to want to focus on private money lending either becoming the bank and, and lending out like we've done in the past or vice versa and, and being able to raise private to be able to help out more on your deals and help out the individuals that you're partnering with. It's an incredible strategy and you'll need it for all areas of life uh, in real estate investing and other business avenues. So the time is now to focus on that. So Jay, I appreciate you greatly for taking an hour out of your day to be able to give back to everybody. Is there anything myself or the listeners could do to give back to you? If you're new, don't start at this alone. Yeah. <laughs> join, yeah. Join, join hips with Brandon <laughs> Elliott, somebody you trust. Don't start out like I did. I mean, yeah. I, I was doing it six years before I went and got my first uh, coach and mentor. So yeah, don't start out alone for sure. I can testify to that. It took me two years and I was just uneducated on that was even a possibility. Someone would, would be willing to like teach me all the trouble that they went through. So I made a ton of mistakes myself. I 100% back that up. People that I've helped that have come to me within three weeks, they get their first deal. And it's almost aggravating because it's like, it's a, it's a blessing, but it's like, wow, you know, you didn't go through the, the heartache like I did, but you know, reach out to Jay, tremendous heart. And honestly, he's got like, he backs it up. He, he really does have everything that you need. And once again, I thank you so much for jumping on, but also giving out the step-by-step, -step, the, the plan book, basically. So all the listeners, please reach out to Jay, show him some love, and he's going to help put the missing pieces together if you have any questions. With that being said, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can always do so on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments, otherwise Facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. If you're looking for credit repair done for you services, you can check out creditrepairmobile.com. And then if you are really looking to get educated on what we're doing here with Credit Council Elite, we are showing you how to fix your own credit quickly, understanding how the banks and lenders are judging you, getting several six figures, even seven figures in funding on personal and business credit. And then putting it to work, travel hacking, uh, purchasing properties with credit cards and, and leveraging it, putting it to work. So if you're interested in any of that, then check out credit or uh, creditcounselelite.com. So www.creditcounselelite.com. And you know we can show more on there. So with all that being said, make sure you hit that subscribe button to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. Leave a five-star review. Greatly appreciate all you guys. And we will see you on the very next episode next Monday. Jay, appreciate you, brother. Talk soon. God bless. Thank you so much, Brandon. God bless. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.